0: Good morning, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to the morning mash on the Birdwatch and Gamecast. I am Craig Gordon, and I am suffering just like you. No baseball, pretty much all over the slate. And this is going to be a quick show. I'm sorry, I just didn't want to leave you all hanging. You know, I want to make sure we're putting out good content all the way, all the time. And there are some news headlines, so I wanted to chat with you and whatnot. So, after an abysmal weekend, and now all sorts of catastrophes going on. The Blue Jays haven't played since Friday. And like I said, I'm, it's a mixed batch because in all reality, these days off are helping some of the players you know, lick their wounds, so to speak. Uh, this is all days that Josh Donaldson's uh, trip to the DL is retroactive through and counts. Uh, the Blue Jays don't have to be playing to have disabled list time being logged. so. That is how that whole system works. So we could be getting Josh Donaldson without missing uh, playing time for him. And hopefully it just means that he's getting healthy as quick as he can and solid healthy. I don't want to see him keep doing this all season. Uh, we need him in the lineup to be that consistent offensive threat along with a incredible defender in the field. So with that being said, yesterday... What an epic event as far as awfulness I guess could go. Um, the whole North American country or uh, continent has been having trouble with weather all over and is definitely no exception in Toronto as shards of ice are falling from the CN Tower, landing on various buildings, and one of those chunks landed on the top of the Rogers Center slash skydome and wrecked the dome. There was a hole that water was leaking through, Uh, there was plenty of videos of guys on the roof probably trying to work on it or at least assess the damage to the roof of the Rogers Center. So far the news is that the game obviously yesterday was cancelled due to more or less an act of God. And the Blue Jays are supposed to be playing a doubleheader against the Kansas City Royals today. So. Uh, that would be how it typically is going to go, and on the slate for that is uh, Ami Garcia and Jay Happ. News for the game, because it is a doubleheader, Toronto Blue Jays and the Kansas City Royals are allowed to have a 26th man on their 25-man roster for the doubleheader. The Blue Jays have turned around and grabbed Joe Biagini from the Buffalo Bisons in efforts, I'm assuming, to have a lawn arm in the bullpen for this Game. Biagini had an excellent start in the only start he's had for the Buffalo Bisons as they barely played any games. They haven't even made all the way through the rotation once yet. Um, Biagini pitched last week in the first game of the season for the Buffalo Bisons and just completely dominated every batter in his whole outing. Um, six innings of work, didn't allow a run. So Viagini is looking pretty good so far and he's got, got a chance to jump, jump right back into the bullpen for a little while here. Hopefully, I'm guessing it's just for the one game so he can get some start time in for innings. Um, my expectation was he actually might have been getting a spot start out of this whole thing, but my guess is he's going to eat innings so that the bullpen doesn't get overtaxed in that doubleheader. So, down on the farm, also hasn't been any games. The most innings that any team has logged in the Blue Jays-Meyer League system over the weekend was the Deneen Blue Jays, who were rained out and the game was suspended four innings in. So that was Sunday. Uh, The New Hampshire Fisher Cats have some awesome news. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was named the Eastern League Player of the Week with a just monstrous start to his season. He had a pair of home runs in a week where he batted... 300-something, so I'm pulling up the stat right now, but um, it just goes to show you, this is the reason that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is the number one prospect in the Toronto Blue Jays system, and unfortunately, it looks like I lost the stat. Oh, there it is. So, he batted a mere 13 for 36 between April 5th and April 15th. That is a 361 batting average Two home runs, four doubles, 12 RBIs and seven runs scored, folks. This is what everybody is clamoring for as far as just what the Blue Jays' minor league system has to offer. Yes, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. represents the high end of the talent level that is in the Blue Jays' minor league system. But this is no uh, phenomenon within the system. There is nothing but constant depth Um, later this week. Possibly tomorrow, depending on when the audio is ready. Um, I had an interview for jaysjournal.com with Patrick Murphy, and I had a chance to sit down and talk to him and how he's uh, been a solid, consistent arm for the Blue Jays in the last couple of years and gaining some of that prospect prowess that he once had back after some injuries had knocked him down. And unfortunately, some of the depth has just built up around him. So he is on that little bit of, we le- uh, were looking at the top 30 list. He's probably in that next five on most people's list. And just a great arm, plenty of talent. I look forward to letting you all listen to that conversation on jaysjournal.com. So everybody, like I said, unfortunately, this is pretty much the whole podcast for today. Uh, thank you for joining me on the Morning Mash. Hopefully the roof gets fixed and we have some Blue Jays baseball or at least some minor league action tonight to talk to you about tomorrow morning. Um, I hope you all enjoy your commutes. If you're around the Rogers Center or any of the tall buildings in Toronto and you're listening to this while you're walking, make sure you're paying attention. I don't want to have anybody's uh, you know, piano falling on a Wildy Coyote moment or anything like that and having to live that one up. So. Be safe, everybody. Go Blue Jays. And we'll be back tomorrow morning. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger